and welcome to another episode of Raju Bunga Podcast. As always, it's me, Raju. And I'm Podcast. And I'm Bunga. On today's episode, we have spouses. <laughs> not all of us. Not all of us. No, oh, but not Raheel. No, wait, I shouldn't no. say aw. Uh, because you know what, Raheel? You're doing you and you is single and you don't need no man. Thanks, man. Yeah. I've never known love and I will never know love. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. I got very dark. Well, after this movie, I don't think <laughs> you're in the wrong here. So. Yeah. And I'm Fahad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You haven't been on in a while now that we have new listeners, but I'm not even really sure if we have new listeners. But we have my husband, FZ, on the line, on the line, on the podcast, in the studio today. And in the studio with us as well is my wife, Arusa. Hello. And the reason we have our spouses on today's episode is because we watched 2003's Chalte Chalte. It is a Shah Khan movie with Rani Mukherjee, and it is all about being married. And bankruptcy laws in India. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is the first movie where they discovered Greece. They usually go to Switzerland. They didn't really do that, this one. Yeah, they Indian movies stopped going to Switzerland. I'm going to say 1999. Did you just like make that up? No, no. No, there was a well-researched point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I liked it a lot. Like it's battling to be in the top 10. Battling? Yeah. Intensely. Yeah, there's an intense fight going on. With who? Huh? Who's it fighting with? I think with Raju Bangaya gentlemen. Another Aziz Mirza joint. Yeah, you're going to need to get much closer to the microphone. You've been saying that for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's another Aziz Mirza production. He also made your favorite movie, Fahad. Yes, boss. And we had a cameo in this movie from a gentleman from Yes, Boss. Yeah, and he was bald. I forgot his name. What's his name, Raheel? Aditya Pancholi. Yeah, it is. He looked like shit. Yeah, yeah he looked real bad. I Because, like, Indian actors don't change their looks at all from movie to movie. This was a nice surprise. He was like, I'm going to come in as a skinhead. Yeah, Aditya Pancholi used to be, like, a leading man. And then somewhere in the mid-90s, they were like, nah, you're not a leading man. He played, like, like as a lead actor, like, as a good guy? Because I always saw him as a villain. Yeah, yeah, he was a, in the early 90s, he was a he was a good guy. Well, this movie is with Shah Khan and Rani Mukherjee. It is, as Fahad said, an Aziz Mirza production. Um, Aziz Mirza also made Raju Banya Gentleman, Yes Boss, Pirbi Lila Hindustani. I would say, I think we've now watched all of the Aziz Mirza movies. All of the Shah Khan Aziz Mirza movies. All of the Shah Khan Aziz Mirza movies. But this movie was, I liked it. Did you guys enjoy it? Really? You hated it. I, we're really on the opposite ends with these movies, but... I, I'm interested to hear what you guys think about the last half of this movie. I, I want to find out from the married couples what you guys think of everything that happens after intermission. Because- okay, wait, I have a question. Is it is it realistic or not realistic of how marriage is? Oh, my God. I hope it's not realistic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're getting right to it. Okay, no, 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 no. Not not the extremes. I'm talking like the 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 fighting or like whatever they did. Because like obviously the romance was like gone five minutes into their marriage. But like I'm just curious to know. So I didn't remember watching this movie when it came out back in 2003, I guess. And I watched it on Friday for the podcast three days mm-hmm. ago. And since then, I've watched it two and a half more times. I fucking love this movie. What? I love this movie so much. Let me tell you something. Dilse is on notice off of my top five. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not officially ready to to make that move, but this movie's up there. 
Wow. I will say in terms of like Shah ness like this movie I feel like is probably the last time that we saw the 90s Shah pop in. This is probably the last time and then we might get a little bit of it in like a Hunaho. But from here on out, I think Shah is just like super mega star Shah And I don't think that we're really getting these like early 90s sort of comedy type rom-com Shah moments. I think he looked the best in this movie. I was very mm-hmm. impressed. His hair didn't bother me as much this time and like his clothes and everything. I'm like, dang, he's killing it. I didn't think he was attractive in any movies, but this one, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see why he might be a heartthrob. Did we see nipples in this movie? We did see nipples in this movie. I did um I did some time checks. Oh good for the nips. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was in a song. I think it was in a bedroom scene. A bedroom scene. It was a it yeah. was in a bedroom scene within a song. Yeah, it was a bister scene. Oh no. <laughs> bister musty. <laughs> Does that mean bed fun? <laughs> I think we googled uh, yeah. terms for sex in intercourse Urdu, in Urdu, and, and Bister Musty came up. <laughs> Why were you guys googling that? This was me and a no, friend. No, this is a group. Of, yeah, yeah. Was it like we were. Yeah, it was. It was at a dava. It was like a bunch of people there, and everybody was curious. It was a halaka. <laughs> 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 so, so I remember watching this movie, I think like a, a few years after it came out. At the time it came out, basically I had given up on watching Indian movies. I was too cool for it. Mm. I was in college and I was like, I don't watch Indian movies. That's something that fobs watch. And then I remember watching actually the movie you guys were talking about on the last episode, Satya. Mm-hmm. Cameo with Shah Khan at the end. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I like that guy. So then this movie, I was like, all right, let me check this out a few years later when this came across. And I really liked it. So it's funny that you said that this is like the last time you think that you get like the 90 Shah Khan and not the megastar. Because as mm-hmm. I was watching it, I was like, I saw the megastar. Mm-hmm. The movie itself is small, but it's not like it looks cheap or anything. But Shah Khan himself, I thought he was a super duper star. Yeah, I mean, I saw megastar Shah Khan, but I got his 90s vibes. Like I got the thing that he makes him him famous. That could also be the Aziz Mirza thing though because yeah. that's similar to how he was in Raju Bangay Gentleman and not so much in uh, Pirbi Dil Hindustani but like Yes Boss also it's kind of like when you guys mentioned in the last episode in the comedy roles it almost seems like he's just going off script that's kind of like some of his comments on the side it almost seems like it's not scripted he's just making funny comments yeah he's just being his natural self. I missed the entire like I, I did not I don't think Arusa, I'm going to speak for my wife here, too. Uh, I don't think that uh, we had that same experience watching this movie. I thought it was kind of boring. It was so boring. It had no plot. I thought the Shah Rukh Khan uh, performance was fine, but it was like middle of the road. Like, you know, I would say maybe an above average Shah Rukh Khan performance, Mm -hmm. but the movie as a whole, it was fine. Like, there was nothing really memorable. I watched this movie in theaters, uh, and yeah. then I forgot completely about it. Yeah, me too. I did too. We went, we went, I was really young. We went, like, opening night. I had no idea what this movie was about. And then I remember sitting next to my parents, and then there was, like, some pretty risque stuff in there and being like, whoa, this is not appropriate for children to watch. And then, yeah. Like, mommy, and, mommy, what's that? Yeah. And then I remember, like, even, no, I don't know, nipple. I still can't remember specifics of this movie. That was the first time Arusa heard the word nipple. <laughs> Well, they didn't say it in there. Like, yeah, they call Rani Mary nipples. This movie is a very typical rom com, and obviously, the Masood Nazamis, no bueno. They don't like it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Not for you, when we have called this a rom com, no. I don't think it's a rom com. Yeah, I think it's a rom com. It was like a- the first half is a rom com. Yeah. And then it completely changes. 
I would say every Indian movie, the first half is a rom-com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a rom-dramedy. It's like the, the first half is usually what an entire Indian movie is. And then the second half is a drama. But I still, there were lots of funny parts in the second half for me. Yeah, I liked I it. Okay, we'll get into it. All right. So the first half of the movie, very much rom-com. It's your typical stuff. Boy meets girl. Boy chases girl. Boy gets girl. But the unique thing I felt about this movie was that the second half of the movie is about marital troubles. And that's why we have spouses on the episode, because I've been married almost 10 years and the Nizami Masoods have been together for how long? A year? Almost two. One and a half. One and a half. You wanted to know if the marital problems were realistic. And I think it's going to be interesting to analyze that as you guys are newlyweds still and Fahad and I are not or Evzi and I are not. And I'm just going to sit here and watch two marriages collapse in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) This is Rajabundia podcast, the divorce episode. You know, Shah Khan plays a gentleman named Raj, and he runs a transport business. Rani Mukherjee plays a girl named Bria, and she's a fashion designer, and she's from Greece, and she's very fancy and sophisticated, and they're as different as different could be, but they end up meeting, they have like a meet-cute where Rani Mukherjee has road rage, and she's kind of an uppity bitch, and she like almost crashes her car into his car. Didn't she cut him off? She did. She, she was she, definitely she in the wrong. She drove on the shoulder, cut him off, and then got mad. They didn't even have an accident. Yeah. She just no, they didn't. stopped in front of him and was just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> well, in her defense, I believe she was passing in the passing lane. Although there was a sign later on that said no no overtaking in this area. So she was probably- No, it said, right. it literally said no overtake zone. How did you guys catch that sign? <laughs> I did, I did. It was where her car crashed. Oh. Anyway, they get off on the wrong foot, but then they end up at the same wedding and it's adorable. And he just, it's like very cute. It's like every Katherine Heigl movie. It's just like he woos her at Salim and Farah's wedding. I thought Shah Khan in this part of the movie was just like super cute. I thought he was actually really funny. Like I felt like he was so good every time he was on the screen. His intro, he does like an eight minute, it's a single shot and it's like, He gets off the truck, he's on the phone, he's talking, he's changing his clothes, he's talking to people off screen. Like he's doing so much. I was cracking up the whole time. Yeah, he didn't have like a like a dramatic entrance like he did in K3G. And I was very surprised by that. I was really expecting something big and then he just like rolled up in a truck. Yeah, he was very charming in that. That was like a yes boss. I feel like that's like the theme for the whole movie that it's kind of understated and it's the whole movie is kind of in between his like big career movies like Kalhonaho or Kabi Koshi Kabi Gam. Like this is kind of like an understated movie. I mean, it's still, you know, very much like a Shah Rukh Khan movie, but it's not him jumping off a helicopter. It's not him doing any parkour or anything. <laughs> it's just sort of like he's a truck driver. He comes, he has business problems and he's trying to keep his customer happy while he's also changing into a suit. Ah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, no, that's a, and that's the thing that I really liked about this movie is again it's a small movie but it, it felt like a very Indian movie to me specifically like Shah Rukh Khan both in that that first scene when, when he's doing like the changing and stuff and then the Shadi scene the Shadi scene I've watched like four times since I watched the original it's so funny it's so well, the part where he says it's got a lag there though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
he says, he's, like, he's telling his friend Salim, he's like, you know, Salim, there was this girl that I ran into in the, on my way here. And, you know, she was so crazy. But man, I just I can't stop thinking about her. And Salim's like, what girl? Tell us about her. And next thing he knows, girl, Rani Mukherjee shows up at the wedding. And he tells Farah, introduce me to her. And Farah's like, well, how do you want me to introduce you to her? And then he looks at Salim and he goes, you found a bot, bot, sabal, push, yes, go to lag, de do. so quickly. And even before that, like, he's talking about how he has to be poetic because he's at, he's at a Muslim wedding. Oh, and he yeah. goes, mashallah, khudafis, inshallah. <laughs> words. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, you know what? Masood Nazami's No, I'm not going to stand for this. Yeah, no, no. Every other <laughs> episode, I, I like the movie and you guys hate it. And I'm tired of dying on that hill. You know what? Now I'm going to be the Debbie yeah, Downer I'm today. Gonna be like, oh, did you think that was funny? Because it like, kind of wasn't. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> that's not it actually, I thought that really problematic. I just found yeah. it. <laughs> As a woman and a mother. Hey, are you making fun of your wife? No, I'm just saying the podcast should be called Trigger Warning. <laughs> well, anyway, they have a great time. They, uh, they travel together back to Mumbai or wherever it is, the city that they live in. Delhi, Delhi, Delhi. Through a beautiful countryside. In the middle of the song, they like stop over and wash a bowl. And I was like, <laughs> if I was a girl and I was getting a ride from a truck driver home, I'd be like- It was all a metaphor. What do you think they were boning? Like what? It was all suggestive. <laughs> what? There's nothing you suggestive see, about- You thought Ryan McCarthy washing a bowl and you- <laughs> What was it suggesting to you? <laughs> truck, bowl. I mean, it's all there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We don't need to make subtext text. I I considered it from the perspective of the the workers, the workers, the villagers who are just trying to do their shit, and then <laughs> these like city folk just come through and mess up your entire day. You know the thing I thought of like he wastes a lot of time just going through that country because he's obviously trying to spend more time with her. But earlier he reprimands his one of his like workers because <laughs> he's like, oh, you stopped on the way to like meet some girl. Yeah, and he's doing the same thing. He's very hypocritical as a boss. <laughs> I'm glad his business failed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Raj loses her phone number and then he gets the entire town, the entire city of Delhi on in a singing and dancing search for 20 days for her. Then when he finally catches up to her, when he finally finds her, it turns out Priya has revealed that she's betrothed to another in Greece. He gets his, her number through the the through store the, person, right? Yeah, he goes to No, it's a whole it's a whole song and it, like it's a whole thing. He goes to the shop. cop, right? Yeah. Yeah, he goes to the cop and then he he never gets her phone number, but he goes to the cop, then he goes to the post office man and then He goes to a Fanwala. I've noticed in Aziz Mirza movies, they love like a group of side characters mm -hmm. that get a lot of lines. Like they love that. And Aziz Mirza loves it. They do it in Raju Banga Gentleman because they have the whole neighborhood. They have it in Yes Boss. They have it in Privy Dilly and the Stani. And so he loves to have these like, I don't know. Really They're like the community. They're like 
They're like, well, I feel like they're almost like the audience. Like yeah. it gives them a chance to break away from like Shahan and them and just like have these people on screen that maybe fit more of the audience's perspective. So especially in this movie, because I think, again, it's it's a small movie about a marital couple. The side characters actually, even though they're side characters, they do kind of factor into the story, right? Part of it is about her kind of breaking out of this rich girl mode into a very traditional Desi girl after they get married and everything. I love the side characters in this movie. They're so fun. They're so fun and they're so charming and they're also so desi. So usually like in Indian movies when you have like a cop it's either just a very good cop or a very bad cop. Even the cops in this were just like Adorable. The traffic cop is like my one of my favorite characters of all time. But even <laughs> he's very bad at his job. But he- horrible. <laughs> nobody. Oh, no, nobody though. Yeah, yeah, and he also broke like uh, all of the TSA rules at the airport. <laughs> this movie was probably uh, pre nine eleven because he yeah. gets right in there. So we find out that, you know, Priya's engaged to somebody else and Shah Khan in true Shah Khan psychotic fashion just gets on a flight to Greece to woo her. So they get into turbulence and then they have to stop in Mykonos and they get stuck there because there's no flights to Athens. If she had gone to Athens, what was he expecting? That he was going to like get on the flight well, and then go there? I, I mean, I understood it. So there's Johnny Liver. We forgot to mention him, right? I mean, he, is that... No, it, it's important because he keeps telling Shah Khan about the one that got away from him. Mm-hmm. That's how he turns into a drunk he talk. he sings um, every night Shah Rukh Khan goes I don't want to end up like him I don't want to think about what if or what would have happened if I tried to stop her nobody wants to end up like Johnny Lever yeah. so <laughs> so then he goes I'm going to take a shot I'm just going to try I don't know what's going to happen I don't really have a plan I'm just going to follow her and see where it leads to I'm okay with the motivation that he has I don't think that it was psychotic he actually was very charming about it and he wasn't very pushy in his yeah whole he like, like waited wooing. outside for her wasn't even expecting her to like come outside and get him and the entire time he's like look i get it i don't have a shot but i have to do this and she johnny mccarty's energy about it was really weird because she was she was the one that was just like yeah i mean take a shot like <laughs> let's see like give me your best pitch <laughs> yeah i actually blame her what I blame her because she could have been like, listen, dude, I'm engaged. She did. And no, no, no. But she kind of let him linger. She kept engaging with him. She's like, I I, I like that bear or I like that dog. Can you win it for me? I mean, come on. The guy's head over heels for you. You're engaged. You should be like, leave me alone. She met him. She enjoyed herself. But then she got engaged to somebody else because by the time you got to her, she was like, it's too late. I'm already engaged. And yes, obviously I have feelings here, but I can't do anything about it. And they get stuck in the Mykonos and she's like, sure, fine. I'll let you try. But I don't feel like she I mean, was like girls leading like on. that attention. Yeah, well, you never true. give me that attention. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you guys go to Mykonos, then... <laughs> <laughs> I will say Charhan, you're right. He's not psychotic, but he's very charming. When they're there, there were just hilarious things that happen. The Greek characters. The Greek characters oh in the Mykonos are fantastic. So there's a scene where they throw a coin into the water and you make a wish and a boy goes down into the water to Mega retrieve bacha. it. And then if he retrieves it, your wish comes true. Charhan literally said, So then he does this. Rani makes a wish, throws the coin. The little boy comes and he goes, I'm sorry. No coin. <laughs> no coin. Not found. Charhan yeah. then takes off his clothes, jumps in, and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going to find your coin. So he goes down and you don't see anything thing and then they <laughs> wanted I guess the owner he goes sorry madam wish not coming true <laughs> And everybody's like, oh, the guy's still underwater. Like, where is he? And the old man goes, he knows swimming. And Ronnie's like, I don't know. He goes, then 
he is drowned. <laughs> With a smile yeah, on his face. Like, he is drowned. <laughs> Like I was thinking, that guy obviously he's not an actor. He must be just so happy to be in a movie. I don't think he knew he was in a movie. No, I think he was. He was just smiling yeah. the whole time. Like, did I line? Here we go. He's not a SAG member. <laughs> and he was just like, wait, what do I have to say? Okay, he drowned. But they probably told him, can you do it without a smile? <laughs> <laughs> I laughed for so long. So then, then you know, he drops her home to the Mikados. They drive from Mikados to Athens, and it's like I don't think that's possible. You know what? Let me let me Google that. <laughs> I looked it up and apparently you need to drive to a port and then you can take a ferry, but you can take your car onto the ferry. Oh, yeah, that's fine. But they didn't show no ferries. Well, that's fine. They're supposed to show every step of the way. I wanted to see him enter the address into the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets to her engagement. I know that he, you're saying he wasn't very forceful, but he was like emotionally a lot. Like he was he was crying. He came all the way out to Greece. Honestly, exactly. of all the Shah Rukh Khan, like antics in other movies like this is this is the most reasonable i don't know if i would have done this it was, i mean it was a lot of emotional blackmail and like he's really really trying to get her to yeah he bad. takes all of like the random trash he has in his pocket <laughs> and he's like and this i'll keep forever and this this receipt for these restaurants i'll keep some of these and this unused condom i was going to use with you i will keep <laughs> <laughs> he splits it in half it takes a long time. <laughs> he takes a picture and like, she's like, oh, you can keep this picture. And he's like, no, we can both keep it. And then he tears it up. Like, it's so dramatic. But I mean, it is adorable for an Indian movie. As far as that character goes, I find him kind of reasonable. I mean, I, sure, it, you know, it's a it's a Hindi love story. Right. So you're going to have a little bit of irrationality on the guy's part. But the guy himself, he's very polite and he's very respectful. And right as soon as he gets on the plane, he's like, listen, I know I don't have a shot, but I don't want to go through my life just regretting that I never took a shot. So first of all, the airplane was the fakest airplane. ever. <laughs> it was a hall. It was a wedding hall. And they put two. Yeah. <laughs> It was. Right. And then you think that was foreshadowing where, where they're trying to get seats next to each other and there's a married couple that's in a Ooh. fight. Yeah, of course. Raheel, how far would you go? Shah Khan went to Mykonos. How far would you go to break up somebody's wedding? Probably Trenton. Trenton? That's not bad. <laughs> that's like an hour. Oh, no, it's not an hour. Are you crazy? Central. It's like 35 minutes. 30 minutes. Although if you go round trip, then yeah, it's a little bit over an hour. But no tolls. I am not paying any fucking tolls. All right. Well, here's a question for you mm -hmm. married. Ronnie goes to her engagement and then she tells her family she doesn't want to marry Samir. Samir is actually really cool with it. Anna Masi is a total bitch. Her, her stepmom? No, she's her khala. No. Masi's khala. I, I wasn't sure, actually, because... Because her and her dad seem to be kind of like... Chum chum. No, no, no. Just her aunt. But, you know, she tells them that she's she wants to end the relationship. Animasi is being a jerk about it. But Samir is actually really cool. He's like, no, that's fine. Like, I don't want you to marry me if you're not happy with it. Now, Fahad and Fahad. Mm, FNF. <laughs> Fahad. That's a Lupe reference. Okay, got it. How would you react if you were getting uh, engaged? And I think I would react the same way <laughs> yeah. as Samir. Because oh. I don't want to marry somebody who's not into me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to marry somebody who's telling me there's a guy standing outside that I really like or love, and I don't want to marry you. I'd be like, okay, I mean, it sucks, but I don't want to marry you either then. Oh, wow. You'd be like, I'm breaking up with you first. <laughs> no, I don't think it would be like, <laughs> I don't think it would be like an angry thing. I think it would just be like, I think it would be just like, okay, I understand. Just because I like you doesn't mean you like me. Would you ha still have the Davat? <laughs> 
<laughs> if the food is already there, I'm eating. The biryani's getting cold. Let's just eat them. That was also the funny thing in like the scene. Like they're all fighting in there and there's a bunch of white people. And Faz was like, the white people are so confused. They haven't even served dinner yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They also fought in a, in, like, uh, a glass, glass room. Like a glass fishbowl. <laughs> and everyone's shamelessly watching. Like no one I would shamelessly watch. I mean, I would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. What kind of maniac would, wouldn't do what Samir did? Like, who's like, no, no, I'm going to force you to marry me even though there's a guy out there. Yeah, you can't really you just fight. That you, that you love somebody else. Who does that? Fun fact, Fad thought I left him at our nickel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, at the nikah, we were we were at the masjid. The imam was setting up or whatever. And then he's like, hey, okay, so we're ready here. You can go and get your fiance. And so I went to Arusa's brother. I was like, all right, so they're ready for Arusa. And everybody on her side, they're all like, Arusa kange, Arusa kange, Arusa kange, Arusa. <laughs> stared at her brother like what the and he hell? was like oh shit and he's like oh we'll find her <laughs> and then i walked in and everyone was like so relieved like oh my god and the funny thing is that my parents when they left the hotel they just got in their own cars and i had to like find a ride to, to the <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, i'll just uber it i guess like, no one shit. But yeah he thought so but honestly i was telling Fab like whenever he tells people that i'm like i would love to go to a wedding where the bride doesn't show up like that would be the <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> you're talking about it for the rest it, yeah. of your life. I wouldn't be my deathbed. People. I would tell that story. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't tell your kids that you love them. You would tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> Rio, why don't you do that? Why don't you marry somebody who's obviously clearly in a relationship with somebody else, and then at the wedding, just be like, "It's fine if you don't show up. It's cool." Yeah, no, anything, anything for you guys. I would love to show up to a wedding and just once be like, "Yeshadi oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, in that in that scenario when you were staring at Arusa's brother, you should have been like, I'm here. I intend to marry one Nizami or another. And then just stared at him for a while. You see Nizami I do feel like in that moment that I really did think there was a chance that she left me at the altar. I wasn't even that upset. I wasn't that angry. I was just like, this is some bullshit. And then I just walked away. Like, I don't think I'd be that upset if somebody left me at the altar. Yeah, I'd be okay. Of course. You don't want to get married to somebody that doesn't. Dude, you'll be like, dodge the bullet. Let's eat some Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shah Khan is standing outside waiting for four hours. He probably smells like shit. He's been in transit for like four days. And he fell in that water. He's, yeah, he's swimming that nasty water, getting that coin. What was he waiting for? For her. For four hours. He knew yeah. she would come back. Out. He's not going to go until she's officially engaged because he just, he held out hope. Well, I think his flight was later. <laughs> so he had nowhere to go. He wanted to use their bathroom. <laughs> yeah, he was like, maybe somebody will come out and I can use it. <laughs> So they get married. My next note is nipples at one hour, 30 minutes. Yes. Mm -hmm. He was wearing like a shirt, right? Like you could. Oh, no. This time he had his blouse off. Oh. Shirtless. Is this after they come back from Greece? Yeah, yeah. They get married and then they're laying in bed post coitus. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, with the Thavis. But he wears the Thavis and he feels incomplete without it. And she's all kissing on his bare chest. So we were watching this yesterday with my mom in the room, and it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And we kept, like, putting her dupatta over her face. She was like, nigga, 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 nigga. And you kept pulling the dupatta down? I was like, watch this. No, and then I was like, Ami, we watched this movie together when I was, like, 17. I'm, like, 35 I think, now. I think it's because I was there. Yeah, if you weren't there, she'd be like, pop on that porn <laughs> will project sometimes at home. So not the hair. They're cutting. 
<laughs> so basically at this point in the movie, it is now all about like how marriage sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all saying, oh, you've changed. And I agree that Shah Khan has changed because he's stopped using his regular voice and he's going like full Batman. <laughs> but now they just show all the fighting. He won't show up at our family events. He hates her society parties. He's super insecure. Her aunt is a bitch. <laughs> but they also have like choti muti kitsch bitch. They bickerate at home and she complains that the romance is gone and he's always watching TV and he leaves his shoes around the house and he's always like, yeah, she's a real nag. I, yeah, I got to defend him there. Oh, what did you say when we were watching it? I was like, this is more of a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> no, so in that scene where she's complaining to him about his shoes. When she gets to his apartment, it's a mess. Okay, that's it's a, a disaster. Okay, that's fine. That's a okay. mess. All right, I can't defend him there because I would hate that too. Yeah. Arusa, what did Faha's apartment look uh, like when you guys got? <laughs> no, I was scared when we moved in together because he you had a lot of clutter. It wasn't dirty. It was messy. Yeah, it was messy. And I was was like oh my god i am messy but i wasn't i'm not like that like i like to throw things away and it looked like fun like to keep them on the kitchen island Annie, are you trying to start a fight between <laughs> us is that <laughs> yeah i told you this is roger Bungo no, podcast the yeah, but every time like you know if, if i had to like go to your apartment you'd be like okay hold on hold on <laughs> and you would open the door and be like okay come in and it's like a folded blanket on the couch and i'm like okay that looks nice i guess yeah it just jugs magazines <laughs> underneath the blanket <laughs> I'm um, still in publishing. <laughs> I have some classes. I go out of my way. You said that, you know, at this point, it's just fighting all the time. But I didn't think that it was fighting all the time. It was quarreling. But they seem overall, they seem like a ha- like a good married couple to me. At least that's what I aspire to. <laughs> It just shows like all of the little things that can make a marriage kind of change. So it's like you cut after intermission to like them having this like blow up fight at like their first anniversary party. But then you see at home and what's going on is that like, yeah, it's the little things. It's like the little bickering and the small quarrels that can sometimes add up to like people feeling some type of way in their marriage. But yeah, they are also very much in love because at an hour and 45 minutes, you see nipples and other things. Other things. <laughs> oh, you almost see other things. She steals his oh, towel yeah. and then he puts his hands above his head and kind of shakes it at her. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's called helicoptering. Oh, God. <laughs> he, was, he was ready for a liftoff. <laughs> and then J.R. Button's like, my son is here. <laughs> They definitely seem like they're very much in love. There's a weird scene where they do role role play and he shows up and he acts like Mr. Porosi. That's not weird. I love that scene so much. (laughs) She she like plays along with it and he starts to get really uncomfortable. She leans in. But I think that scene kind of like, I mean, all those scenes, they're nothing, there's nothing really offensive in there, but I think that kind of shows the crack in his character. Like he Mm -hmm. keeps showing more and more of his insecurity, how jealous he is because of his, I guess, business failures, how he feels really inadequate. Like even in that scene where they're role playing, the minute he thinks that like there might be some truth to it, he really freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like that sort of character development about him in in the movie. There's one thing that he repeats 
repeats multiple times when they're fighting. He's like, whatever she's doing makes him crazy and that she knows that it makes him crazy. And the fact that she's yes. still doing it, you know, she's intending to make him crazy. Yeah, he's a he, real they, super insecure And then, and then he kind of he kind of mentions that, uh, was it Nanubai? What's that? Manubai. Manubai. Whenever he's back in the office and they're recapping their fight, he's always like, fine, I know I was wrong, but he always says like that. She knows that's what like sets me off. And like, he's like, the rules aren't fair. Like she never says sorry. Yeah, but okay. So I have to say one thing that she does, which really cracked me up. I don't know, Russo, if you do this. So he misses her puja or whatever. And then she's like really mad at him and he's apologizing or whatever. But she also makes him dinner and then serves it to him, which like is crazy that like grown men can't serve themselves. But I will say whenever Fahad and I get into a fight, there's a lot of times where I'm like, I'm going to make this motherfucker his favorite fucking meal. And then I'm not even going to talk to him. And I don't know why I do it. It's just to like piss him off. I, I, I think the cold shoulder, I was like, wow. I it was like holding a mirror up. I was like, damn, I do that all the time. I, I mean, I felt in some of the fight scenes, I felt like I was him. Like when he's like trying to say sorry, okay, I messed up, I'm sorry. And she's still not like accepting it. And then she goes into the bathroom. So he goes, okay, fine, we're in a fight. He turns on the TV. <laughs> And then she comes out and then she comes out and she's like, this is what I'm talking about. You're always watching the TV. And he's like, he's frustrated. He's like, you just went to the bathroom. Like, you know, and then she's like, all you do is watch cricket. And he's, he's kind of trying to say like, we're in a fight. You're not listening to me. You went to the bathroom. I'm just checking the score. Yeah, I think that, that is like a, now in, in 2020, it's uh your phone. Like you're on your phone all the time. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it is. Because yeah. TV we do together and that's fine. But like the minute you're on your phone, I'm like, again? On the phone? You're just- <laughs> While you're on your phone, <laughs> staring at your phone, you're like, again? Like, you're you're on always on your phone. <laughs> so then he takes Manubai's advice and then he goes home and he act- he acts like a perfect husband. So he does groceries and he gets flowers. <laughs> He's talking about work because she's always telling him like, you never talk to me about work. He's like, oh, work is so stressful. I don't want to talk about work. So he finally starts to talk about work but he just keeps talking about I was at work and so and so came and then we had chat and then they left <laughs> and she's looking at him like you son of a bitch <laughs> Uh, see, look at you guys. Okay, no, it, I, okay, I will say, I just think Rani didn't impress me in this movie. She was more annoying to me than Shah Rukh Khan was in, in all the fight scenes. I don't know. I thought she was more naggy and more problematic than he was. I don't think this was her best acting role, but I did enjoy that for once, Rani wasn't like, in most of like other movies, they always show her as like, she's like the foreign, I mean, she was foreign in this too, I guess, but like, she's desi, but she's really like, you know, not really desi. Modern. Yeah, <laughs> modern. This was much more like Grelu type, and I enjoyed that. Yeah, you like that shit. What happened to her job? Oh, yeah. So that's like the thing, right? She's like a very up and coming fashion designer. And she kind of gives it all up to go and be his wife and like be sort of a Karelu, like simple girl. She actually likes it. It's not like she's saying I don't like it. Like she she does all those things very happily. She loves being married to him. She always says like, I'm not saying these things because I don't like you. I'm just saying these things because I like the house a certain way. But he takes every little thing like it's so offensive because she's even making a single comment. It just shows like the cracks in him as a person she's just very naggy like there's <laughs> yeah. nothing to it like she's not trying to solve a problem she's just trying to make him feel bad and like no she wants him to put his shoes away and not put a wet towel on no, the okay, pillow, but like, pillow. Yeah, I, but I, I like when he's like it's my pillow and honestly if i said that I'd be like shit you're right <laughs> like, and then i just let it go i just don't 
But I think it's trying to show that the issue wasn't that it's like he put the towel there. I think that was just like something that came up after they were already angry with each other. Me and Arusa have this very real problem during Ramzan, delete the date, and then the pit she'll just leave on the counter and walk away. And so for the first <laughs> week of Ramzan, I was like, I'm going to leave her. And I would, I would just, I would be like, yo, your pit is right here. Because I don't know why it just grosses me out. And also it is gross. That's objectively yeah. gross. In the interest of fairness, Arusa, did you think if you left it on the counter, a date tree would grow? <laughs> I don't know. Where- <laughs> Honestly, the problem is, is that I think Fad just started throwing them away. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Is yeah, that instead of yeah, nagging yeah. her about it or getting mad at her about it, I was just like, all right, fine. I'll just throw it away. But here's the thing. At some point you cracked, right? At some point you were like, bro, this is nasty. And like, you need to do this yourself because at some point you go, I'm not going to pick up after you all the time. Okay. My husband, very clean, organized, does not like clutter, everything. But for some reason, this man will not put his socks inside (laughs) of the hamper. And I do not understand why. (laughs) I do not understand why. Sometimes he would just take like the hamper basket would be sitting there and he would just take his socks and gently drape them at the edge of the thing. I don't know why either. Maybe... Oh, you know why? I know why. The word is moisture. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't want, I mean, they're dirty, but I don't want to just throw them into the hamper because if there's any sweat in them, I don't want them to be kind of infecting the other clothes. Okay, but the clothes are going to get washed anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's just the rationale behind it. The reason I do it is because sometimes I run out of socks and I'm like, are these okay? commit <laughs> yeah i can't commit to throwing them yeah. in there. but rather than like doing it for him i was like yo can you put your socks in the hamper but did you think that was naggy when i told you to not don't do answer that? that question no <laughs> it's a trap <laughs> so i think fundamentally like the difference between the two of them is for her she's okay cleaning up after him and yeah. she's like, you know, I'll, I'll do it. But eventually she gets to a breaking point, right? And then they have a fight. And for him, it's like, you know who you married. like. But she doesn't know. That's what he says. He's like, you know who I am. No, I think that no. he's referring to, I think, his status when he says that. Yeah. So when now the big fight, because the little things are really not the problem. When they're quarreling over the little things, what that shows to me is he is just extremely insecure in his place in his marriage. It's not actually about the pillow. It's not actually about the towel. It's that he feels inadequate in front of her family. That's the core of it, because to some degree in his mind, he knows like, oh, she has more money than me. She lived a much better life. She lived a fancier life. And now she has like a simple life as a, as a housewife. That's what I got from like the first parts of their fights because when the big fight happens- his well, There's com- two big fights, right? Yeah. So the first fight that happens is her aunt comes and gives them tickets to Greece because she's like, you guys haven't gone anywhere. She's actually being really terrible about mm-hmm. it too. Rhea's like, no, it's cool. I, I like love my little town or whatever, my little neighborhood. Well, she came in hot. She was like, what is this bullshit? Why do you have a guy doing all this work for you? But then like, I don't know. I don't think she did a good job defending her life. I would have thrown those tickets and been like hell no i would have been like get him back we gotta go to greece (laughs) (laughs) she did say initially i don't we don't need this we'll go on our own raj is about to get a new contract and then she goes like you know you i had such high hopes for you you were like this fashion designer and look at you now i think at that point rani Mukherjee's character knows how this person is like there's only so much that she can say back it's sort of like she's like i know who this person is so she eventually accepts the tickets and that leads to the fight because she gives it to sharkhan he goes ballistic he gets mad but i was like not that worried about it in all those fight scenes the argument scenes i really thought he really elevated those scenes
scenes. Yep. Like his voice is cracking because he's like embarrassed, but also angry. Yep. And he keeps going, and you know this, and you know this about me. And that's what Rio was talking about because he's really trying to tell her, like, you know how I feel about your family giving us money or or looking down on me. And then he's he's angry that they did that, but I think he's more angry that she still doesn't realize how it hurts him. He's more sensitive to what he feels that her family sees in him. That's exactly what his point is, is that you don't notice it, but I can tell you that that's how they feel. And then so he says it to her and he's like, that's why I don't want to accept these tickets. And he's really offended and stuff. I also like during that fight that he says when she goes like, no, she's like a mother to me. You know, it's like a mother giving her daughter like Mm. a present. And he goes, she's a mother to you. I know how she feels about me. This isn't about being happy for me and you. This is about feeling pity for you. Yeah, but then he also says a really fucked up thing because he goes, Unko bardash karna zaruri hota hai. Like, your family? Yeah, like, but, if you said that about my family, I'd fucking slap you in the face. If, but if you had an aunt who constantly degraded you. Yeah. And the problem is that she's saying those things like, oh, she's just giving me a present. But she's like completely like ignoring the fact that she just trashed her husband. Like, I would have accepted the tickets, but then I wouldn't have used them or shown it to my husband. Or I would, you know what I would do? Because her dad seemed like a pretty sensible guy. I'd be like, hey, listen, I can't get fucking animacy off my ass. <laughs> she keeps coming over here and trashing our life. Can you just take this and, like, I don't know, get her to shut the fuck up? I would give the tickets back to her right then. I've been like, listen... She tries to a lot, and her aunt just, like, doesn't listen. If I was the Shah Rukh Khan character, a husband, if you will, I would have taken the tickets <laughs> and I would have had a great time in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I would go find that guy who said I drowned. Yeah, and I'd into the water. <laughs> and I'd be like, he is drowned. <laughs> but I thought that scene was played really well by, I mean, Rani doesn't, she's not yelling or screaming. It was a very realistic fight. Yeah, I mean, you guys watched that movie recently with Salman Khan. I guess it has some similar elements where he's jealous all the time. I felt like this was, at least for Indian movies, pretty realistic of like a marital like fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we go on to the bigger fight. Now, the bigger fight, I cannot back up. My girl, Rani, did this one. This one was real dumb. Shah Khan has all these troubles at work. The company that he owns is going bankrupt. He owes 2.5 million rupees, and she offers to talk to her parents, and he's like, nope. And he's like, I've made all my decisions by myself. I've never asked for help, and I won't now. Technically, a loan is help. Yeah, it is. He tries all of his avenues. He can't. He goes home, and he's sobbing. He's crying so hard. She's so worried about him. She comes to work, and she surprises him, and she says, I have an investor from Australia who really really wants to have me make some designs for them. They've given me this advance and it's 3.5 million rupees and he's really happy. They're having a party to celebrate because they don't have to get rid of their business, the garage where all their friends work. He's having a wonderful time. He's drunk. He's drunk, but he's like happy drunk. And he's like, oh, you know what? She's here with all of my friends. I'm going to call Samir her friend and have him come over, which I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. Like maybe he's not as insecure as he thinks he is or as we think he is. And then she gets on the phone and she's like, hey yeah definitely come over and then she goes into a separate room and she's like hey but listen Raj doesn't know that I got the money from you so like don't say anything and then the camera pans to the side and drunken Shah Rukh Khan is standing there and I was like yo that's Shah Rukh Khan from Anjam he scared the shit out of us I think we both asked we were like uh what is he gonna murder her I legit thought I don't know I was like I don't yeah. even know. I was like Daran Jam Bazi yeah, Shah Rukh. definitely yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, we both shouted. <laughs> we both shouted. I, I hit underneath the cover. You were like, hi Allah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, larka hi Allah. 
then it just it just like escalates so much i had so much anxiety i was so worried about ronnie shahan's really mad and he is kicking all the people out of his apartment and he's breaking bottles and he's just going bananas and i'm like if i was his friends i'd be like no we can't leave because i think you're gonna throw your wife out of the balcony but he's throwing all the glasses and he gets to one of his friends and he takes it and he tosses it and the guy's like but it was he's like bhai das baje das mere ghar mein party 10 baje khatam hoti yeah i think he goes like abhi khali 10 baje like he literally was like wait i don't want to leave <laughs> by that time by the time his friend says that he's already smashed like 10 bottles <laughs> And he's already like screaming at everybody. <laughs> yeah, but this guy's still like. Honestly, I think that was the most relatable character because yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. I want to feel young again. Yeah, like, we got a babysitter. Party. <laughs> that dude did not leave. He got out of the apartment and he just hung out in the parking lot and was like, "Guys, let's just like let's go." to like the beat. <laughs> so then Samir comes over. You know at this point Shahan has invited him over, but Samir doesn't know that you know Shahan is breaking bottles, <laughs> kicking people out of his house. And this whole dialogue is like he was a really good angry drunk, but he was like clearly very hurt and very emotional cuz he says that thing about like like she's like please you need to stop like control yourself, control yourself. And then he goes, I'm in total control of my life. My wife loves me, my business is good. Udhar ke liye Samir hai. I'm in total control and he starts to to like cry. I thought that was really good. It was like scary, but it was like good acting for Shahan. The entire part about like the financial troubles. I really like because when he first finds out and he comes home, what I was worried there was like, oh, he's going to hide it from her and it's just going to be some bullshit fake thing that happens because he's just not ready. He's too embarrassed to talk to his wife, but that's not what happens. He tells her, you know, right up front that, "Hey, this is what happened." When she presents him with a check, he's so happy about it. So everything that leads up to this fight all of it makes sense to me and like his hurt and his anger all of it is just perfect yeah yeah i i also like the part where he said that like look at you know i'm a happy drunk here i'm throwing a party i'm inviting your friend who loves you still he mentions that too he's like you know he still loves you and you guys are all laughing behind my back like i i mean obviously i haven't been in that situation yet but <laughs> <laughs> but I for some reason I felt it. I was like, okay, this is like I could understand why he's that angry. Yeah. yeah. But then he escalated it too much cuz then he was like, "Oh, I'm going to get you guys married. Don't worry. I already know the rights." Oh like and then Ronnie has to slap him across the face. And then he was so offended. No, I don't think he was offended. I think it kind of knocked him back to his senses a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like he in that not in like in his wildest dreams that he expect her to do that. So I think it kind of knocked him back to like reality. Oh, and yeah. then right at that moment when she starts to leave and pack is the best song of the movie. <laughs> yes. Abhijit. The Abhijit title track called Jate Jate. Pyare hum ko bhi hai. Oh, slower, slower, sadder, sadder. This one is different because it starts off without music. It starts off uh, a cappella. It does. I've mentioned this previously on the podcast, but my husband is here also to confirm it that that will be the soundtrack of our divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I play it? I want to be the guy that plays it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> like what? You just play the button? Like, like you just. You know how like the brother usually holds the Quran over the bride. <laughs> It's going to be me with an iPod just yeah. as you guys are walking to the courthouse. Yeah. But you're going to play it on YouTube and the, the, and the commercials. commercials. 
Yeah, it's a great song. So she moves out. Neither want to call each other because they're both stubborn. And she gets to work on her business. And he's also working away on his business. The neighborhood gossips are recapping all of it for us. I mean, that's some tea, though. Like, to see that at a party? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would talk about that forever. And I'm surprised nobody called the cops. Also that, but also, you know that friend who didn't want to leave because it was 10 o'clock? First of all, Manupai lives, like, right next door. So Manupai was like, don't worry, we just come over to my apartment. We just eavesdrop <laughs> whatever's going on with them. Come over. <laughs> yeah, Raj sells his trucks to return the money to Samir. Then he goes to the office to to give Samir the check. Samir's assistant or whatever, secretary for some reason is like, he's in a personal meeting and he told the, everybody not to disturb him for 30 minutes. I'm like, why would you disclose that information to like a random person that walks into the office? I was being real aggressive and he's like, tell him Raj is here. It's like, who are you? Get out of here. Just wait. And then, of course, he sees that Priya's in there and he thinks like, whatever, they're doing it on conference room tables or whatever. And he gets real mad and he leaves. Oh, well, not without throwing the check in the secretary's face. Yeah, Yeah, she didn't do anything. Like she's like, late guy, I'm first of all, I'm a temp. I don't even work here all the time. <laughs> and then we cut to the conference room and we find out actually Bria's in there returning the money to Samir because she's had some success with the Australian fashion company. I don't know what she does. Apparently Australia is buying denim from some lady in India. She's designing their cricket uniforms. <laughs> so she returns the money to Samir and she's crying about it. And she says, you know, it's really not about the money anymore. It's not about any of this. It's just the way that he spoke to me that night. Like no woman would ever put out being spoken to that way. Yes, sir. You have your finger raised, husband. I think No, I think that was a great point. I'm glad they said that. But right before she says, he also acknowledges that it was her fault. Yeah, yeah he does. She, she does say that it was my mistake. I should have known how much it would hurt him. But at the same time, the way he acted afterwards, like I can't put up with that. Great. What a great movie. Yeah. Anyway, then he goes he goes full Dave Dots and he shows up at her house and again Animasi continues to be a total bitch. But also like if you and I broke up and you got drunk and I was at my mom's house and then you like came outside and were being a complete like belligerent piece of shit. And my mom was like, you need to leave. That would make sense. But he did say, like, I'm just here to talk to her. And yeah, but he like- was totally drunk. Okay, but after his, like, outburst at that party, if I had heard that as a, like, as a parent, yeah. I'd be like, hell no. You are going to break all these damn houses. Stay outside. I like how Ruth is yeah. all concerned I, I about like, the glasses. I like she, that. She's like, that's a corning set. <laughs> <laughs> a corning set. That's a matching set, bitch. Don't break that shit. <laughs> I mean, I feel they could have been like, okay, you want to talk to her? You stay down there. She'll come to the balcony or something. Like, no, no, no that's no, that's I don't think so. Uh, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Arusa, you're an attorney. Drop the papers. Okay. <laughs> Are we training on Real. Real. Start up the song. <laughs> Hold on. Do I sign up for Spotify Premium or <laughs> do we play the radio? How many skips do they have on Pandora now? Yeah. Hey, uh, attorney fees. Add my Spotify um, Premium account. To the wait, so this is the, 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 the point where I was like, wait a minute, our animals and Ronnie's dad doing it because they, like Ronnie comes out of one balcony because now he's making a scene everybody the neighbors are coming out they're like decent people live here get out of here you drunk Animasi's already out there like cursing him out and then 
Ronnie's dad comes out and first of all he's in a very short robe <laughs> it's a short silk robe and he's not wearing any pants really I have to rewatch he's not wearing any pants and he's also coming on the same balcony as Animosity so I was like are they oh, fucking like what's well, going on she's not, I guess she's not married either so maybe there's some backstory where both of their spouses died wow look at you Ooh, you think it was a murder for hire situation oh that's the kind of movie I would that's why watch. they had to leave Greece that's, that should have been a movie <laughs> there's no extradition from India yeah, degrees. <laughs> yeah, he looks more drunk in this scene than like all of Devdas. He gets really, really drunk. Like she comes out and she's like, listen, it's better for us to just break up than be miserable together. And then he's his heart. It's actually he's really good there. He's even though he's like super drunk again, like more believable than Devdas because he's like, no, I know, I know I fucked up. But like whenever I try to fix something, like for some reason, it never goes the way that I want it to go. And I really like uh, when he's at the garage and he's like talking to his friends about like, I fucked up they're all like yeah you're an idiot manupai is my guy yeah oh, sure. his acting in that scene hilarious he's so good he's like yeah you are an idiot yeah you did screw up you never do anything right that's well, exactly what i would he, do he's been giving him good advice the whole movie that's true and he's not really following. there was a scene um before before Shah Rukh khan goes to ryan mccarthy's house where he's drinking and it's just him and manubai and like a couple other friends on screen and Char orders a drink and Manupai yes. silently waves him off and yes. then acts like the waiter is still bringing it. So his like eyes get wide and he like waves it even like more vigorously. It was like the best acting I've seen in years. Yeah, it was a really good. Oh, yeah, okay. it, was it actually made me laugh. It was really good. <laughs> Satisha. He's excellent. He's also in every, almost every Aziz Mirza movie. He's one of those Indian characters, especially from the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, who's like chicken soup for me. Yeah, he's also, he's like Tiku Talsanya. Yeah, he's like when he shows up, I feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is when we find out she's going to Greece forever and all of the friends are like, we got to get to the airport and stop her. So they get to the airport and break every single TSA law. Mr. Tavadi, the traffic cop is somehow working at the airport i don't understand no no he doesn't work there he knows people that work there oh so he keeps talking to them yeah. saying like let him go let him go oh then Sharhan does his like Sharhan thing at the airport and it's really dramatic and i was like could you imagine seeing that <laughs> and also like all the friends they look like somebody's died they look miserable and i was like i cannot imagine friends of the couple like this because it there, seems it exhausting seems like their whole life revolves, revolves around. around them it's so weird yeah. yeah they're actually all the friends are weirdos vivek is like just single vivek raheel is vivek because vivek doesn't have a girl he's just like hanging out with a bunch of marrieds also, Vivek has must have played like a villain in a previous movie. He He's had 100% a, he, played a rapist. Yeah, he had a rapist face. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a henchman. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. The thing about the, the friends being that invested in them as a couple, I think it kind of makes sense only because there are those couples that are out there that are kind of like they are the focus of your friends group, especially given their backstory and the fact that all the friends accept this great grand love story of these two people. I understand that they're emotionally invested. So I'm okay with it. I don't know. I don't Plus, have that. He's the boss of most of them. That's yeah, cool. he is everybody's boss. That's uh, true. They probably are just invested in the fact that like if the boss isn't happy, then we're probably not going to get our paycheck. Yeah, that's week. actually a really big concern. Yeah, Raheel's like trying to make it about people being invested in their... No. no. they just trying to get their, pay their bills. Okay? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. This is when they play that super sad song that you guys yeah. love. That's when he's leaving, but I did like... It's extremely over the top. I did like the scene at the airport where he's like, I had, a, I had a dream Ugh. and there was a daughter and a son. <laughs> 
Khan, uh, my fat nose. Okay, wait, let me tell you something. Shao Khan keeps using childcare to try to rope her in. Yes. Because yes. he does this in Greece too. In Greece, he's like, yes. when we have kids, I'm going to take care of the kids because I'm really good with kids. And then even at the airport, he's like, I had a dream that we have kids. <laughs> yes. And I'll sleep with them at night. And you know what? It's funny that you just said that you love that scene because I feel like that's how my husband roped me in because he's really good with kids. <laughs> No, I, I I like kids. Okay. Oh, right. okay. Isolate yeah. that. Print that. MC's canceled. <laughs> now Raheel's canceled in Pakistan. <laughs> but I mean, I thought the scene at the airport was probably like my least favorite part because I just felt like it was so over the top dramatic. It was so rin. You know, like in um, Kabi Khoshi Kabi Ram, when he's like super sad and crying. So Amitabh in that scene is still like, oh, why didn't you come back? Like in this, Rani, mm-hmm. I think, had also a natural reaction. She's like, it's still better that we're separate. This was the only part that I liked from her. That was like memorable, I guess, or noteworthy yeah, for me. Because yeah, I forgot this movie and I didn't know how it ended. I thought it ended with them getting back together. And in this moment, I was like, oh, shit. Like, does she actually yeah. leave him? Which is what she and i'm sure we'll talk about it but that's should what she have did. done yeah. she should have just gotten that plane and gone to greece dude i was so disappointed afterwards but i was actually really happy i thought the whole thing was so dramatic and total abusive behavior sorry trigger warning yes I'm crying that i'll change i hate that phrase so much and it's like dude you also promised her that you'd cook dinner and stuff but like here she was putting mm-hmm. food on your plate and then so she mm-hmm. I, I was so happy that she was like yeah no this sucks and it, like you could tell that she was sad because she obviously loves him yeah. but it was very realistic yeah. where she's like but i know yeah. this is better for me to just go get on this plane and leave she also says you always say this so he does. Yeah. and i thought that was really progressive that they were like hey we're gonna you know show a couple that their marriage completely deteriorated in like a real way not in the you know like he hit me or something something super or like young. a, a mi- misunderstanding oh yeah or like or like he yeah. like something very very extreme it was just a very like yeah they just aren't good together yeah, so I liked it also. And I, you know what else I thought was really like emotional abuse? So he sends that Davies with the oh, traffic yeah. cop. Mm-hmm. And he gives it, and I guess the whole thing with the Davies is he said like, oh, one day, you know, when I'm not here anymore, I want this Davies to protect you. So I think the way, like the fact that he sends it to her, it's like, I'm not going to be here anymore yeah. on Earth. So <laughs> here you can have no. this. Yes. Yes. No, that was more like, I mean, him accepting like, okay, we're separated now. You left. <sighs> The last thing I'm going to do mm-hmm. is I That's want good. you to be protected. No. no, that was no. not a that no. was not a wholesome. You know what? The ladies have spoken. Mm-hmm. No, the problem with ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Speak on it. They want these. They want. They want these over the top uh, gestures. First of all, you, you didn't do even it. do the over the top gestures. Yeah, you the first time we threatened to kill ourselves, <laughs> we're gaslighting you. Okay, all right, ladies, take a seat. It's the fellas' time. <laughs> I do agree with my guys here who are saying that he was just giving something that was the most dear to him. Also, she did kind of rub it in his face. She's like, now that we're separated, I'm free to go to Greece. Yeah. I'm going to take these tickets from Anna, Bobby, or whatever. (laughs) Go hang out with Samir. By the way, you know Samir is from Greece because of his eyebrows. Also, none of the suits that he was wearing that they said were Versace were Versace. <laughs> you know, Rani McCarty's from Greece because her fashion show was just togas. <laughs> no, I thought her fashion show looked like, you know, the Nexium, like the sex cult? Oh, yeah. It looked like a, it looked like a ceremony for like, for one of the audience. 
<laughs> so the the movie ends with we think that they've broken up and he gets home he's all sad and depressed he's like i'm gonna go drink with johnny lever i guess that's who i'm gonna be now he cries well in that scene. okay fine um <laughs> and then he gets home and he takes off his shoe and he's about to do the thing that she's been saying it's super fucking annoying you leave, you leave your shoes everywhere and then he hears her saying you know you always leave your fucking shoes everywhere could you put your fucking shoes away oh my god that's not how she said it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah she was actually crying okay whatever yeah. and, and she then- had smoked a pack <laughs> <laughs> and she's there and they make up or whatever which is like it's i guess it's supposed to show like even though they got back together they're still fighting which again i was like this is a very exhausting couple like if i have to be friends with this couple and then i just know like first of all we went to their house the husband got super drunk threw us all out broke a bunch of bottles and it was only 10 o'clock <laughs> it's only 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> then we had to go to the airport and get them back together. And next thing I know, we're at Manubai's house. They're still arguing. Yeah. Like, I would hate to be friends with that couple. I actually really like the fact that it ended on that little bit of a fight. Yeah. Little, that was like, was, that's okay. the whole point of the movie, no, right? Which is I'm like, just saying, yeah. in real life, that would be really annoying. But in real life, I also think that they would get divorced three years later. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It totally shows yeah. that, like, nothing's changed. He's going to have another outburst and it's going to be over something really stupid and, like, his insecurities. Like, it just left on such a bad note for me where I'm like okay so neither one of them wants to be a better person I don't know even like when Rani Mukherjee would like laugh like you know when they would have their like st- like when he cut himself and she put like his fingers in her mouth which is disgusting but it, like when she laughs I felt like it was so condescending and I'm like oh like you don't even seem like you like him yeah. no I thought I thought I got their chemistry it was nice I enjoyed it are you saying that my wife is wrong <laughs> I will say that prior to this episode my husband did say that Arusa seems like a very reasonable, logical person, but I think that his opinion has changed. No, I mean, in, in, in the real world, the real story would end at the airport yeah. and she would leave. Yeah. But obviously, Indian movies don't usually end on a sad note. So you get the happy ending. I don't mind the happy ending. And there's certain movies I'm like, yeah, this would have worked better if split. I, I, I didn't mind the happy ending. And even if, even though it was a happy ending, it was still them bickering at the yeah. end of it. So it's not like exactly. everything's not just going to be perfect again. Hey, guess what? That's the whole movie. And we're going to rate it now. Memon right. first. Okay, Arusa, ladies first. Go ahead, Arusa. Give us your rating for this movie. Negative five out of five. Oh, negative five out of five. Negative five to five. I'm going to give it a 1.5. Wow. What? Low from Arusa. If I could walk out of this house right now. You are being a real animosity about this. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that you guys have brought up really good points and maybe I looked at it too harsh. Like I watched the movie too harshly. Don't 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 back down. But I still don't think it was a good movie. I think it was Texas is a stand your ground stand. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying like it, it's it's got I raised it up because of oh, okay, the, the okay. discussions that we had. It's one point five after you raised it? Yeah, because it was negative five, right? But negative oh, five is oh. the worst. Negative five is the worst. Zero is average. Zero, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 1.5 so like, isn't that bad. Zero is average. I hate this rating. I really do. First of all, this is my... <laughs> Your husband came up with it. Yeah, it is my rating is a minus five. <laughs> <laughs> what do you give this rating? A negative five to five? <laughs> what, yeah. It's a five. <laughs> all right. Mine has been Fadza here. What do you give it? I really liked it. I think it's better because of Shah Rukh Khan's performance. The story there, there's not a great story in there. I think, but it does show a couple accurately. I gave, I really like that. I gave it a three point seven five. Three point seven five. It's just outside, like his best stuff. Just outside. Fad Masood, what do you give it? When I think about Chalte Chalte, <laughs> I think... Start walking. <laughs> uh, I am going to 
Chalte ve, chalte ve, give this guy. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say 1.5 <laughs> as well. Which, by the way, yeah. is not a bad score. Zero is average. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is above average. No, you gave Perbi Dela Hindustani and like one two four twos and threes. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't one two four was actually like entertaining. You know what, Fad? I wish that you would actually say what you felt instead of <laughs> yeah, hearing yeah, whatever yeah. it is that your wife is saying. I we refer really all all questions to my legal counsel uh, related to this and any other Shah Khan related matters. Shah Khan's performance was was good. I enjoyed it for the most part. I didn't like Rani Mukherjee in this. I thought she was boring. I just felt like this movie, I'm not going to remember. I barely, I watched it last night. I watched it and I barely remember it today. Like mm. it just is not a memorable movie for me. And I don't think it stands the test of time. And I, I mean, a 1.5, a two, it's all the same guys. We're all going to die anyways. Like <laughs> whatever makes you happier. If you want to call it a two, I'll give it a two. Yeah, but they're going to ask us at the gates of heaven. <laughs> And we have to have it right. We have to get closest yeah. to God's rating without going over this is right rules. All right, Rio, what do you give it? The more I think about it, the more I love this movie, and the more that we actually talk about it. So the, I absolutely love the first half, like mm-hmm. the like the romantic comedy part of it. Yep. The second half, I wasn't as sure about. But as we talked it through, I realized that I love the second half also. Okay. So I'm going to give this guy a 4.9. Holy shit. out of my house. That is not true. The only reason you did that. It's true. You gave Kabi Khoshi Kabi Ram a what? I gave it a 4. Oh, and you said you hated it. I don't understand you, man. <laughs> I said I came into it hating it, but I didn't hate it by the end of it. You should probably listen to the podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, if we were married, I would get uh, on a plane to Greece and never come back. <laughs> you know, so for uh, I, I love Shahrukh Khan in the movie. I think he's very charming. I think he's hilarious. I love the soundtrack, oh, and I really, him. really love all the side characters. The yeah. soundtrack is that's the one thing that I remembered about yeah, the movie okay. was yeah. how much I love the songs. Um, and watching it again, it actually took on some more meaning. So four point yeah. nine, and you know what? I do not fucking regret it one bit. Okay. I'm going to watch it again. On your, on your top five now? Is that what Ooh. you said? It is. It's, it's, so that's what I'm thinking. So I'm pretty sure they'll say it's out. But um, <gasps> can we, I'm not, I'm not ready to like air horns in the episode <laughs> yeah. before. Like yeah, anytime anybody changes their ranking, <laughs> yeah. I think air horns need to come in. Yeah. And, 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 a hot, and the hot 97 motorcycle sound. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot. Okay. I was thinking it was either Dilsa or Virzara, but I can't take Virzara out. I have too much. Well, you kind of bat invested. for Virzara yeah, yeah. way too much to do that. I give this movie a 4.5. Wow. Yeah, I loved it. And especially when it comes to like a Shah Khan movie rating, like this is a movie where I will go back and I will watch scenes from this movie again. If I think about it from the level of like, what do I want out of a Shah Khan Bollywood movie? This is what I want. I've always said, I want him to play a normal human being. I don't need you to be a super cool guy. I don't need you to be wearing a necklace that says cool or hopping off of helicopters. I just want you to be a normal human being. And I feel like he was a normal, like a regular, like milta julta banda. Like that's the whole thing with Shah Khan, that's been his appeal is he is somebody who people find very relatable and I felt like his character was relatable his acting was relatable it was a it was a really good Shah Khan I so think you <laughs> rated Shah Khan and you didn't rate the movie yeah because I agree with the Shah Khan stuff 
he was the one that carried the whole movie and it was really good because of him. He's in majority of the movie. So it's his movie. You like this movie more than Gabi Khoji Gabi Gum. Okay. So I love Gabi Khoji Gabi Gum because it's iconic. You know, that's tough, man. I don't know. So I think like Gabi Khoji Gabi Gum has like a, maybe has a better story. This one doesn't necessarily have a story. It's just them fighting, mm-hmm. yeah. fighting until they break up and then they get back together. Gabi Khoji Gabi Gum kind of has like a more epic story of an adopted son who yeah, gets, yeah, gets yeah. thrown out of the house. Yeah. That reads more like a like a fairy tale novel. That's not necessarily just a Shah Rukh Khan movie. You know, it's a big yeah, production. Nice. It's sure. Amitabh. Yes, it's Hrithik Roshan. It's Biceps. I appreciate my husband uh, for speaking, this, speaking up for me. This movie is yes, it's carried by Shah Rukh Khan. It's very much based on it. Like I don't think like if you put Saman Khan in this exact same movie that he can do the same job. Mm. Oh, that's a good point. Mm. I think Shah Rukh Khan works because he can be like the like Sarman Khan would be like popping his biceps or something like yeah. he wouldn't Threatening work. His yeah, hips. Shah Rukh Khan worked as the insecure truck driver or whatever his business was. Yeah, yeah. But I don't Do think necessarily this has the best story. Like, there's not much of a plot. It's just they get married and then they have fights. So from that sense, I can see why somebody would be like it. It didn't really do anything. But I think the performances were great. There's enough comedy in it. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of the foolishness that other Indian movies usually have. I think I have to. Uh, consult with my attorney after that testimony because <laughs> I'm gonna bump it up a half a point. Give it a two. <laughs> hey. I mean, I didn't because what we do the we do the rankings and then we do the Shah Rukh Khan rankings because then that's separate. How is it five out of five Shah Rukh yeah. Oh yeah, we're giving everything. Everybody's giving five out of five Shah Khans, right? I think that's that's fair. Yeah. Raheel's still going to give it a 4.9 because he's an asshole. I about it, actually. Uh, I don't know. The airport scene was uh, a little bit. No, no, no. Of course I, I give I it do, You mentioned Salman Khan, and I think it's important to note that originally this movie was supposed to have Aishwarya Rai in the role that Rani Mukherjee has. Oh. But Aishwarya Rai, she had to stop shooting this movie because Salman Khan was showing up on set and causing disruptions. <gasps> so I bet yeah. there's some footage of the movie yeah. with her. Yeah, probably. because so apparently, according to the, the wiki page of this movie, is that Anish, don't no, tell everybody where we. Yeah, get we don't tell our sources here. Well, we didn't call Rani. <laughs> so initially, initially they wanted Rani Mukherjee. Initially, they did with Rani, but I guess she had some scheduling conflict. So the second choice was Ashwarya Rai. She started shooting the movie, but Saman Khan was causing some kind of disruptions <laughs> on the film. Or the set, and then yeah. then I guess Rani Mukherjee came back to save the production. I swear, he had signed on to like five different Shah Khan movies. Saman Khan uh, showed up drunk and he delayed the shooting for four and a half hours, and they just dropped Aishwarya, which is kind of fucked up. But um, it's second straight week Saman Khan being an asshole, yeah, and uh, <laughs> ruining somebody's career. Yeah. So did anybody? I mean, I because I knew that fact for some reason when I was watching Samir, I felt like, like oh, that could have definitely been a Saman Khan role. Yeah, like I was like, maybe they thought they could get Saman Khan in that role and they could have saved production. <laughs> no, who knows? I, I'm glad Aishwarya Rai wasn't in this because I do like Rani Mukherjee. She looked phenomenal in this movie. I remember seeing videos of Taba, Tamari Ishare, and like just the previews of Jalte Jalte and the songs and stuff. And I remember being like, oh shit, Rani looks good because she looked good in Kuch Kuch Hota Hai, but she, they just like could never stylize her correctly. Like they could never dress her correctly. And this was the first time I felt like I was like, damn, 
Ronnie looked like a bombshell. Yeah, she's usually just like the cutesy friend. She's never like the the main like attraction, I guess, in movies. Even in Gush Gush she's supposed to be like the super hot girl that like shows up to college. But like, I don't feel like they dressed her correctly and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like in this one, I remember thinking like she just looked very different. And it turns out that is because she had like a whole makeover done. And she had gotten together with MAC Cosmetics and figured out better makeup for her. Because what was happening was they didn't know how to put on makeup on a dark skinned woman in India to make her look the way that she should. They, They didn't know how to dress a woman with curves properly especially in like western clothing and so they had all of that done and she like worked with somebody from mac to get them to do her makeup all because her makeup looked amazing yeah. all the scenes where she looks like she's been up all night crying or that she's sad like they didn't do that thing where it's like a full face of makeup and lashes yeah that's true yeah yeah that's very true it made her look really really nice and natural well, did they do Shah khan's makeup too because he looked good in this movie he did how old do you think Shah khan was when this movie came 30 out 34 37. Rani Mukherjee was 25 in this oh movie. Oh my god. She looked like a healthy 31. <laughs> if you think about it, like Gajal is 10 years younger than Shah Rukh Khan. We yeah. just don't think wow. of it. Yeah. 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 Most actresses are. Ugh. Can we talk about the music? You guys obviously love that when they're saying bop at the end. Oh, very yeah. sad. Fad turned to me and he's like, I wish we would break up so I can play this song. <laughs> oh, that can be the soundtrack to your divorce. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, but that's not the soundtrack to our divorce. I think that's just the soundtrack of me being alone. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. so once you get home from the divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that song worked really well because while that song's playing, they show like he's driving by a wedding. Oh, yeah. yeah that was really sad. It was unnecessary. But- yeah. I mean, everything, everything that that he does after he leaves the airport reminds him of his own miserable life like and then he ends up with Johnny Lever and the dog and they're crying so I felt like the song came across really well in the movie it's the first time Johnny Lever wasn't like making jokes he was actually like just a sad drunk guy yeah he wasn't, he wasn't yeah. being the slapsticky Johnny Lever that we all know and love I kind of felt sad for him I did too. I noticed that Shah Khan does great work with dogs too. Oh yeah. This dog was excellent. This is one of the best uh Bollywood dogs that <laughs> no, I've seen. I think he was I think he was drugged. Fahad was like, this is why I can't be in movies because I'd have to work with dogs and I'm scared of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the song Taba Tamare Ishare. And we noticed the translation because we have the subtitles on. And it translates to goodness, these dexterous. These what? Goodness. <laughs> these dexterous. <laughs> Oh man, this soundtrack is iconic. I felt like that. What are they like? You know how K3G does like the the iconic like ahs in between. This one I loved. I thought it made me so emotional. Yeah, the background music is awesome. Like the score is awesome. That's my boy, Justin Lawless again. Yeah, the best. Unlike K3G, where every single time there was a sad scene, they showed like six flashbacks Mm -hmm. and like super intense music. This one, there was a lot less of that, Mm -hmm. and it still worked. Yeah, I like how they did it at the beginning, like when he saw her and like when they were falling in love i don't know it made me emotional that was a good use of that song i love it it sounds like maybe you should add a 0.5 to your score lady oh man soundtrack yeah that that makes me reconsider some things because that was that is one of the best this is you know i think Mm -hmm. both of you should add a whole point back (laughs) no i I just didn't like the green setting why the grease setting just felt like they realized they were going to shoot some like songs there and then they were like let's just have have her be 
Greece just kind of felt like out of place. I really actually like Greece, and I really loved the way that it was shot as well. It was beautiful. Yeah. Like, they really took advantage of, like, the landscapes and everything. Both Greece and even the way that they shot India, um, both in the songs and in the movie overall, mm-hmm. all of it looked very pretty to it me. It really did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually when they show the Indian countryside, I don't think like, oh, damn, I want to go there. But in this one, I, I was very impressed. You were like, do they do like bullwashing? Like, do you have to sign up? Is it like a workshop? Like, Man, how does this, it work? Uh, this bullwashing yeah. is really yeah, getting- You just walk up and say you made it better. No, I think it's also because I think uh, production-wise, this is a uh, Shah Rukh Khan and Juhi Chawla dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what? That's not always been a short. No, no, no. In terms <laughs> of like, in terms of like the money put into the movie, because they have a budget for it, but it's not a very big movie, so you don't need to have like you know a billion cars or big beamers like you would need in a K3G movie or whatever. It, it feels like all of the money is just goes in like the production value. Yeah, all of this movie, you guys. Nizami Masood will go down in history for being wrong about Jante Jante. We did those lists, by the way. We did those lists on Instagram. And how many Jante Jantes did we see? We did see a couple. I think it's a forgotten movie. I definitely yeah. forgot it. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, like, back to, like, the story thing. Like, I don't think, like, it, the story tops, like, Veer Zara or even Dilse or kind of outside that. And that's why it's kind of forgotten. It's also kind of sandwiched in between some of his other big movies. But I think it's a really good movie. I want, the two things that I always remember now, like, I like some of, like, the comedy even though Johnny Livers himself is not funny, like they play comedy off of him, like where Shah Rukh Khan yells at him from the balcony a couple oh, yeah. times. One time they're fighting, he's like, Chupo Jahan Lerle. And then the other time he's like, Chupo Jahan Pyar Kar Rehen. <laughs> like, I love those kind of scenes. What do you think that, you think that means? Yeah, that oh. means. Doing it? Yeah, that's why he's like, be quiet. I need to focus. <laughs> Gross. The thing is, they got a helicopter itself. <laughs> I do also want to note that. The list is really not that telling because, like, people did put Zero and Ashoka on it. So, like, is that a joke, though? No, unfortunately, it wasn't. If you haven't seen this movie in a long time, I would highly recommend watching it again. Absolutely. Like, it's, I think I think it's it's because of what Fahad said. This is between what Dave Das and Galhona Ho, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I have a message for anybody out there that's listening. Don't watch this movie, but listen to the soundtrack. Oh, wow. And that's my recommendation. Guess what? I do the editing on this. I'm going to cut you out. <laughs> you can't do that okay. to my wife. Yeah. What if we start like a feud between our families that lasts for a generation? Russo's so excited. Yes, I'd love that. I feel like Russo would be the evil Bobby in any movie. Like she would be that Bobby with the giant Tika. Actually, if I'm looking at Russo's forehead right now, you barely see any skin. You just see Tika. She'd be the one who gets you the tickets to Greece. Originally, Russo, your question was, do you think that this portrayal of marriage is accurate? Mm -hmm. The little like kitsch bitch and the little bickering and stuff like that. I feel like that was pretty accurate because I didn't get the sense when they were bickering that they hated each other. I got the sense they were comfortable enough with each other where they were going to say what they felt. And I felt like that is, you know, that's pretty accurate in a marriage. Not in the first year of marriage. That's rough. I get it. Like they always say like things change after you get married and stuff. I get that. But I was like that much though, like to to be so miserable by your first marriage, like anniversary. 
Well, I don't think yeah, they were exactly. miserable, but I think the other thing was that, like, she does say she was like, you chased me all the way to Greece, just hung out with me for four days and, like, tried to get me to marry you. And now you're so busy with work and all this stuff that, like, you don't even have time for me. I totally get that. I mean, I have that conversation. He's staring right at me. <laughs> I have this conversation with him, like, all the time. Because, like, yeah. And then he says it. The in most like- I did was cross the George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I also liked his response. He was like, yeah, that's when I was trying to marry you. We're married now. <laughs> yeah, which is- Which is lit- word for word what I've said. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he's told me before. No, but I feel like the fight scenes were also a good representation. That in that moment, what they were actually arguing about is not what was the issue. It's just they were just annoyed, so they were just bringing things up. Yeah, misdirected mm-hmm. anger is the name of the game, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. That's like, I feel like it's like 80% of being married is like- yeah. I have misdirected anger and I'm going to take it out on you. Oh, man. That's so, you know what? That's like a, a breakthrough, they call it in therapy. That mm-hmm. I had. Mm-hmm. Rahil, after you watch this movie. What are your views oh, on marriage? Yeah. <laughs> Would you get married? Would I get married to Rani Mukherjee in this, in this no, movie? I think yeah, I no way. Would you? Because I thought she was terrible. I'd marry Rani Mukherjee. Well, I would marry she looked Rani very, Mukherjee. She was very hot. No, I thought uh, um, other than like the one big mistake that she made, which was borrowing money without telling him, I thought she was a very reasonable person. Mm -hmm. I found her very cute overall. She was a very supportive wife. Like, you know, she left Greece and she fully bought in on his life in India. She became a truck. (laughs) (laughs) He rode her all the way to Agra. No, but I also feel like Rahil, he's observed married couples in real life. And he's seen these fights. Yeah, exactly. He's seen them starting out of nothing. Like, it's almost like starting a fire in the woods. Like, he's seen them come and be like, okay, this is not going to be anything. And it just erupts. Yep. Yeah. If I was a single person, and I mean, I was once a single person when I watched this Stop. movie. <laughs> when I watched this movie the first time, and it definitely didn't make me be like, I don't ever want to get married. But it did show me like a much more realistic picture of marriage than I mm. had ever seen growing up watching any movies. I like the fact that we finally saw what happens once the guy gets the girl. It's not just like, oh, Tika, like romance her and then yeah. that's it, you're done. It's like, no, you need to keep working on your marriage to make it work. He was more problematic than she was. I mean, his outburst at the end was like totally uncalled for and she should have just left. With that kind of anger, he's going to kill her one day. Like he's going to be on a true crime podcast about how he <laughs> killed his wife because he's a yeah. psychopath. He can get yeah, anger management. Okay, he broke bottles all over the house and it was only 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He's extremely hurt because he's let her in. He's been vulnerable in front of her. And then she went and she did this fucked up thing behind his back. So I, because he's not just angry, he's also embarrassed by what his wife did. And the other thing that I think is important in this movie is that he's not just embarrassed and angry and all those things in a vacuum by himself. His friends are all like, you're not innocent in anything that you did. You fucked up big time too. So I like that part also because typically, I feel like culturally, right? It's like, oh, like that's just what you have to deal with. And you know, you'll just, you'll compromise. But in this, I did like the fact that even though that is still there a little bit, that there are a lot of scenes of his friends being like bro you're a fucking dumbass like yeah that's true yeah so that's it for this episode hey we're gonna release this on january 4th so happy new year happy new year happy new year to you yeah happy new year uh so long 2020 uh welcome 2021 
I hope everybody go get their vaccines. Yeah, smallpox, measles, polio, <laughs> rubella, rubella, nigella, Lawson. Rubella sounds like an ice cream flavor. It does. Thank you for listening, and as always, smash that subscribe button. <laughs> smash that subscribe button. <laughs> चलते चलते कैसे ये फासले